You're listening to Test, Learn, Grow, where we believe that all marketing should create value, build trust, and inspire change. This is the Level Agency way. Hey, my name is Miles Biggs. And I'm Alan Reynolds. Alan and I are proud to be your hosts for this podcast. In each episode of Test, Learn, Grow, we'll be joined by agency team members and other members of the marketing community for radically candid conversations on all things marketing. So without any further ado, let's have one of those conversations and jump into today's episode. Welcome to Test, Learn, Grow. Today on the podcast, we are diving into the idea of range and specialization. We have some cool agency folks with us today, as well as my always wonderful co-host, Miles Biggs. Miles, how are you doing today? Wonderful, as you said, right? I hope you're doing wonderful as well. And I'm excited for this one because I feel like you and I fall into this camp as well, Alan. You, you started your career as a teacher. You know, I've been in marketing related things, but I, I just, I've added a whole bunch of side hustles along the way that have no, like nothing to do with my day to day, but I get to draw on them from the day to day. Everything from, you know, speaking opportunities, book writing, podcasting. Look, we're doing that now. I brought that in from the outside, you know, just general business operations. It's definitely not always a straight path to marketing, which we're all unveil, right? There's lots of twists and turns along the way. So before we intro our, our guests, why don't you start us, Alan, right? Like how does a teacher find herself working at a marketing agency and what's the connection, right? This is sort of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So for me, I really am motivated and driven by the, by the need to help others and to be of service to others. And that led me to level because I really wanted to deeply understand other people's problems. <laughs> it was either that or psychiatry, right? But here at Level, right, that's essentially what marketing is. We talk all the time about empathy, about understanding the end user. You know, for me in my role now as a training manager, it's empathy and deeply understanding new hires and their journey throughout the agency and what it means to be successful on an ongoing professional basis. So it has a lot of parallels with work that I've previously done. And it's cool because I get to draw a lot of my experience as a, as a teacher in my role, both with client work, but also in training development at here at level. But as I prepped for this episode, Miles, I was fielding questions throughout the agency about, you know, what were different jobs you worked in prior to digital marketing? And some of the answers really made me laugh, but also give me pause. You know, here at Level, we've had people who've previously been an assistant chicken farmer, a bus driver, a club bouncer, a cheese artisan, a wedding coordinator, a beer taster, and a whole slew of other just very interesting jobs. Today's episode is all about rethinking success and why should you care as a client, right? Why should you care that your media manager used to be a bus driver or a chicken farmer, right? And there's this idea, right, that if you hyper-specialize, you know, this idea of 10,000 hours dedicating yourself, sacrificing all else and knowing exactly what you want and only doing that, that that singular focus and repetitive practice will lead you to be great. But as I've dug into some of the work that I'm doing for training purposes, I'm finding that that's just not the case. And there's this really terrific book called Range by David Epstein that really tr challenges us to rethink success. And so 
as we'll talk to two of our levelers today, you'll hear their varied backgrounds and how their unique experiences have led them to where they are and to being very successful here at the agency and how these rapidly changing environments that is digital marketing, you know, their backgrounds prepare them for change, which is pretty tricky to do if you only can see a problem in one lens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like the 10,000 other hours rule, right? Like that can work. But I think part of what makes our agency so great and the work we do successful is that people are bringing their outside life experiences into their work. It's, it's like a lens in which they look at marketing through, right? And in many ways, they're representative of the people we're trying to target on behalf of our clients. And they understand the people they're trying to reach. And that just results in better marketing. So I'm excited to talk to the two folks today. We've got Timber and Kiefer. And so let's let's jump right in and talk to Timber first. We'll pull her in here. Timber is a mathematics and physics major who somehow found herself working at a marketing agency after doing some interesting things, even a lobbying Congress. So Timber, welcome to the podcast. This is your first time here and we're happy to have you. Thank you for having me. So from lobbying Congress to lobbying mm -hmm. Alan and I, right? <laughs> How does a... How does a physics major, math major find herself in the world of marketing? What's the story? I completely just fell into it. I So I was in math and physics, and I just happened to be friends with somebody who was a, a geneticist of sorts. She worked at a science company here in town, and she left that to start her own marketing business and chat marketing. And then she saw that, you know, when you have such heavy course load in math and physics, it's hard to find, you know, jobs that work around that. And she said, Hey, I need somebody who's smart and understands algorithms and things to work for me. Do you want to work for me? And I said, heck yeah, I get to work from home. It works better with school. So I just slipped right into that role and did that for about three years, three and a half years. Yeah. Three and a half years. And then found level thanks to a friend who worked at level and she loved it. Thought I'd be really great role for it. So bada bing, bada boom. Here I am. <laughs> what What's kept you in the marketing world when, you know, I'm looking at your back, background in math and physics, there's an endless plethora of things you could be doing instead of marketing. So, mm -hmm. you know, you fell into it, but why yep. marketing still today? Well, my role is a little bit different being at level, being a data analyst and not being directly client facing or anything like that. So I like that it's, I get to play with data. I get to see ways to optimize what's going on in the background with the company, but also how it can help the company with the clients, the company within itself. I like applications. That's kind of my favorite part of mathematics, which is a little different than a lot of other mathematicians that like just the grunt work of math and theory. And I wanted to be, okay, I learned all this stuff. Now, how can I apply that to the real world in a meaningful way. Marketing makes the world go around a bit, right? Very cool. You know, with what you can share confidentially, what are some projects, you know, you talked about applying your math background in your role now as a data scientist. What what are some cool things you're working on today? We did help working on like one company, helping them understand where they were putting their money better, I guess, not in like exactly the spend pacing way, but just how they were allocating their means with us and how we were allocating that 
for them to better boost their business. That was great. On just the level side, was working on, it wasn't fully, well, actually a really cool project we did, did just do is being able to take in all the company data and pull it into one resource so we can see who's on the teams, who works for what clients, you know, what kind of spending are they doing? Just one solid place to aggregate all the data, which we didn't really have before. We had different places and some of the data was a little bit fuzzy. But now we have all the numbers up to date and it's going to be really, really cool when that's like fully fleshed out and launched. Well, you said play with data earlier. It's definitely not how I've ever thought about data. And that's why you're in in the data field and I'm not. But it is interesting, right? Like one of my favorite podcasts is called Math and Magic. And it's about marketing and advertising. It's it's hosted by Bob Pittman, who helped start MTV and is the CEO of iHeartRadio right now. And he interviews people and there's always people that like the really creative thinkers and that's the mm-hmm. magic part. But then at the most successful enterprises, there's the math portion, somebody mm-hmm. that knows the data, somebody that knows the numbers that crunches it, that a lot of times the creative decisions are grounded in, like you said, like data is great, but if it's fuzzy and you can't understand what it's trying to tell you, mm-hmm. then it's not as helpful as you might think. It's actually a detriment. Sometimes it becomes noise that keeps you from making the right decision. And so, mm-hmm. It's going to become more and more popular, I think, for folks with math and physics background to find themselves in marketing because yeah. we need people who who can see that stuff and get excited by it and think about it and tackle it as a project to pave the way as a foundation for a lot of decisions we made as algorithms play a bigger part. Artificial intelligence, machine learning programs play a yeah. bigger part. It's exactly. going to be huge. Some people don't think about it as like the practical applications of being in math or physics is, you know, marketing's one. I know a big sector is a lot of people because they understand how algorithms work and working with machine learning, they go to Wall Street. That's another big field for physicists, which I never knew until getting into it. (laughs) Yeah. It also allows you this really incredible blend of creativity with some of the hard sciences, which, again, rethinking success doesn't always naturally go hand in hand, or at least we don't imagine that it does. But in reality, the work you're doing, applying your math principles to data, reimagining how we can be more, you know, efficient as a company, more Mm -hmm. profitable, what are the patterns of behavior we're seeing across the agency, all of those things spark from a curiosity, right? It's you sitting and asking yourself, what am I curious about? What what's here? What's missing? What do I need to figure out that I think right. missed? Yeah. Right. And I think just, you know, having some marketing background, like I did chat about marketing, but I did everything from graphic design to copywriting and all the other little niche things that go into marketing. I did in those with the other marketing company I was at. So being able to combine that with just the purely data driven, I think has a little bit of blending see how you use that data to really accurately portray it for clients and the company itself. It's a little bit of different perspective instead of just solidly one spot or the other. This has me super excited to merge to have you back on in the future on Tesla and Grow to talk about more specific projects that you're working on and mm-hmm. out- outcomes and results from them. Yeah, I'll be excited to share them. They're going to be awesome. Terrific. Well, thank you so much. And with that, we will pivot to our other diverse background 
the one and only Kiefer. Kiefer, how you doing today, buddy? Good to see Good. you. Good. How are you guys? We're great. So Kiefer, I've had the pleasure of working with you directly. You're a really interesting individual here at Level. And I mean that in the most sincere way. <laughs> Flattery. You were a theater major who wanted to work in film. You worked on your college admissions blog, which in a roundabout way led you into marketing, which we'll talk about. And you've recently been promoted from media director, a really prestigious role here in the agency with a lot of client responsibilities, a lot of financial responsibilities into team lead. So now you're leading your own team. Congratulations. And none of this was planned. So let's dive into how the heck are you here? <laughs> yeah. So just to kind of take it from the top, I was always kind of a child of the internet. So the idea of doing something with the internet always made sense to me in the long term, but I didn't know what that was. Went to college, wanted to work in film, focusing on the technical side. So lighting design, set design, sound design, those were kind of the ones I was really focused on. But on the on the side, I was running my own blogs. I was, you know, putting Google AdSense ads on other websites. I was, you know, getting some income that way. But then also I started working on the college admissions blog, which was focused on, you know, kind of light SEO and content marketing work, at least from a student perspective. And I was like, this is awesome. This is the future. I felt very confident that there was a lot of financial success to be had, more so than what I was seeing from working on film sets and working in, in theaters and stuff like that. It's awesome. So you're kind of like me where the, the side hustles brought you in the digital marketing, right? I, I was running a manufacturing company and I was like, I'll start a podcast and see what happens. And then just like followed that rabbit hole. And for you, it was blogs which is pretty cool. So what was the moment where you were like, film, no way. Like, what was the first the first gig, like the full-time in, in digital marketing? So the first full-time gig was right out of college. By the time I graduated, I realized that I did want to work in digital marketing. I just had a lot of not so great encounters with you know, working in theater, working with the film industry, balancing egos and unions and various aspects of those fields that make it difficult to get into and difficult to be successful in it. So right out of college, I you know looked for a job. I found a job at a marketing agency in Erie, which is where I went to school. I had some friends who had already worked there, got that gig, and it was essentially exactly what I was looking for. There was a lot of freedom, a lot of flexibility. The rules hadn't been written, which I always like, because I don't really like rules. So I found a lot of interest and success there. Which leads me to a similar question that I asked Timber. You know, we talk about how the side hustle that led you into marketing. So what's kept you in digital marketing? You know, as someone who's very intelligent, very, very bright, you know, you see things in a way that others don't, you could be pretty successful in anything you wanted to do. So why are you still here? Yeah. So I'm pretty much the reason I'm still here is the same reason I found digital marketing exciting in the first place. I always said it was the grand equalizer in terms of success because in the world of digital marketing, things are changing so rapidly and so quickly. And so, and you know, we're at the whims of various platforms and the decisions they make that it makes it a lot easier, I think, for the little guy to kind of stand on toes toes with you know, his competitors, with the people trying to get to the market, the audience that he wants, stuff like that. I find a lot of attractiveness in that because I just feel like the potential is so unlimited. Like there's, you know, whatever the client, big or small, I feel like there is a solution for their problems that can be found. 
And that I find that really attractive because in other types of marketing, I don't feel that kind of accessibility, that that helping hand that can be. Yeah, it's really refreshing, even compared to other aspects of the business world. You think about stockbrokers or traders and, you know, there's always this elite club where you have to be in the know or have enough capital to get into the game. And you're right. Digital marketing, you can start off very small and it is data driven. You can see results immediately. You can connect with your end user in a way that you can't get with other types of marketing. So Kiefer, you've been at Level for several years and now you're in a team lead position. So you've seen lots of people come to and from the agency. Now you're going to be leading your own team and you've been in that direct role for a while. So you've, you've led a team already. Of the folks you've seen come and level, be successful, who come from varied backgrounds, why do you think that is, right? What do you think it is about a non-marketing background that allows somebody to be successful in marketing? So to kind of frame that a little bit, I think anyone can be successful in marketing. I have seen people that studied marketing be just as successful as people who have not studied marketing and vice versa. I think what it comes down to specifically in our agency, because this wasn't the case in my last agency, but at our, at our agency, it's really that curiosity, that, that hunger for growth, not just for your own growth, but also for your clients. If you have those aspects in your personality, those are the guiding star that'll really like keep you on the right path, keep you invested and hungry and interested in what you're doing. And we'll, it makes the days a lot easier. Speaking of curiosity, Miles, how, what sparked your curiosity to switch things up. You had it pretty, pretty well made in the shade. I'm in your former employment running a manufacturing company. And yet you, I have to imagine were curious about some aspect of your life or the work you do and decided to, to act on that. Can you talk a little bit about it? Yeah. So for me, I was on the client side, right? So I was in a private company and I started in the marketing department there and then moved into just simply running the company and marketing reported to me as just the function of my job now versus being my job. And I was good at it. I liked the job just fine. But what I missed was that feeling of like being in the trenches. You know, as you rise through an organization that's not an agency, you get farther away from doing the actual thing. And what I like about working at an agency is, first of all, regardless of what you do, right? Like I do a lot with the operations team which isn't necessarily hands-on marketing, but it's operations for a marketing agency. So it's still like you're involved, you're, you're in marketing, you're around the energy of it, which I've always liked. And that's a plus for me working at the agency, but also in an agency. seems like no matter how high or far up the ladder you climb, you're still involved in the day-to-day, right? People wear a lot of hats, it's fast-paced, and you don't lose touch with what's going on. And that's what I missed. That's what caused me to go seek out and do things on my own time so I didn't fall behind because as we all know here working in marketing, if, if you miss six months in a marketing industry, it's like dog years, right? Like you're three years behind everybody else. So I wanted to st- stick with it. And then the more I did it, the more I just remembered why I wanted to do that in the first place. And it was fun and just decided to make that career change from client side to agency side and then found level. And here we are. And for me, it's fun because now... The things I started as a side hustle and was doing like at night in my attic, you know, for fun to learn, I've been able to bring over into my career and I was doing a podcast, right? And we launched it because I learned how to do it on my own time. And I was able to bring what I learned outside in a true test and grow fashion and employ it here with all of you, which has been really fun. So bringing an aspect of my past up, you know, as an English teacher, I read a lot of essays 
<laughs> for better and for worse. I read a lot of essays and a frequent feedback I would leave is so what with a big question mark. Like you can write the most eloquent, beautiful words, but if there's not some some reason to care or something to do next with that information, like so what? Why do I care? And which leads me, you know, our audience is a is a diverse group, prospective clients, current clients, other digital marketers thinking about the topic of this podcast and having range and varied backgrounds. So what? Why should I care, Kiefer, Miles, if if I'm a client, if you've previously, you know, worked in theater or manufacturing, why do I care? I'll start. I think everybody wants to work with people that they like, right? So just in general, people with a more diverse background have more things to talk about and more points that other people can relate to versus somebody who's just done one thing and that's it for their entire career. It, it limits the amount of connection points that are possible when you're in a conversation with anyone. And so, especially in an agency setting, we work with a lot of different clients, talk to a lot of different people. And so that variety gives us the opportunity to find something in common with folks, which is where you can build a relationship and that a good relationship is the foundation of good marketing. And so I think that's, that's a reason. And then also just you, you want people to look at things from a different perspective and not just one perspective, you know, be able to like holding your hand and look around all sides versus just like thinking everything's a two dimensional object because you only have one set of experiences to bring to it. And that diverse way of thinking then often results in folks challenging status quo, put, flipping things on their heads and finding a better way to do what was once done before. And that just results in better marketing, better return for the business and helps drive growth. And it all starts with many different varied paths to get to that seat at the table to begin with. So that's what I'd say, but I'll, I'll put it to Kiefer. So I think everything Miles said 100%, the, the other thing that I think is really important about this is that we talk a lot about the right person for the right seat. And I actually like a lot that we don't look at your major and determine, oh, this isn't the right seat for you. We listen to people, we listen to what their goals are in life, and we make sure that we are hiring people based on what they want to achieve and also how they fit within our culture. So I think it just makes our overall product a higher quality because we're so consistent in our expectations of our new tires and the expectations of the people around you, regardless of what your background is, regardless of what your education is. So I think there's a, a real nice through line of consistency and it is not your education, it is the type of person. And that's why you're in the seat. That's why you're doing this job. Love it. Incredible. Thank you, we'll uh, let you get back. I'd love to having you back on, man. Well, Miles, it's always a pleasure to have Kiefer on and nice to have Timber back on the podcast, getting some interesting perspectives on why diverse backgrounds are so successful here at Level. What are your closing thoughts on the matter? Take it yeah, away. Just final thought is that you know one of the reasons why we did this podcast is we're always looking to grow our team with valuable talent. And we have several positions that we're hiring for right now. So we haven't really talked about that on the podcast before. We've really focused it on clients or prospects and things like that. So this piece is really for all you out there that are thinking about this. You might find this episode on social media or you know somebody sends it to you to check out. But if you're looking for a career change, you're just not quite satisfied where you're at and you, you lean to some level of creativity or marketing's interested you, you weren't sure how to get started, we'd love to talk to you because we, like Alan said, we've got people that used to drive buses and work on chicken farms. They're actors and mathematicians and school teachers and 
all of that. But the main theme and like through line with all those people is they just have a genuine sense of curiosity about what makes people tick, how they can affect change in the world. And, you know, that's really just the big synonym for marketing. So if you're curious, check us out. We'll put the link to our career page in the show notes. You can click on that and come say hi. We'd love to talk to you. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time here on Test, Learn, Grow. Thanks for listening to this episode of Test, Learn, Grow from your friends at Level Agency. For more information about what we do here at Level, be sure to visit us online at www.level.agency. And do not forget to rate and subscribe to this show wherever you listen to your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Until next time, remember that the best way to do any sort of marketing is to test, learn, and grow.